I'd like to read to you today from a publication from July the 20th of this past summer. Similar to when an author does a rewrite on their book, we might be very happy with what we, with what we published initially, and then um, gaining enough life experience or moving forward and gaining wisdom and new perspectives, it could be time to just put a fresh twist on something that we said before. So here it goes. Breath of the Spirit. 2020 needs to take a breath. I keep waiting for the final knockout punch to hit when my breath is knocked out of me and I truly just don't recover. Folks can't breathe because the coronavirus affects the respiratory system. Another can't breathe because an out-of-line police officer used enough force to suffocate him. Others can't breathe because they are now required to wear masks for long, inopportune periods of time, which limits the oxygen flow. For approximately five months now, I've been silent. I'm keeping pleasant. I do not judge what others may or may not be experiencing. I make very little comment, if any, on social media. I had planned to ride this wave peacefully and possibly make a comment or two once the storm subsided and things calmed down. This notion is now problematic because God only knows when the storm of 2020 will actually subside, if ever. For years, I've had an issue in which life would get crazy and a dull or uncomfortably sharp pain would manifest over my chest. I've learned to identify it as stress and conflict-related. Knowing the source allows me the ability to manage it. In this five-month period, it has reared up three times, which is too often, but there's nothing about this season that I could possibly manage. There's no way to simply de-stress or take a break. Where are you going to go? There's a travel ban. I'm trying to catch my breath because I'm suffocating in a sea of judgment. I have observed that this is the season for busybodies, experts, and self-righteousness. One tactic has been to limit my time on social media so I can socially distance myself from the statements about mask-wearing, non-mask-wearing, protesting, rioting, gun-carrying, passivity, skin color, essential business, the quality of hand sanitizer, liberals, conservatives, being heard, avoidance, animal cruelty, non-essential business. Shoot, the other day I was calmly walking my dog. I was alone, so no socializing, which we've been given rules for, was going on. The dog had already pooped at a convenient place so I could clean it up in a timely manner. All was going well, except that I needed to readjust my sweater while holding a leash. So I stepped off the sidewalk where there was a little neighborhood playground. It was not taped off with all that god-awful caution tape, so I sat down on the bench for approximately seven seconds before a car ever so slowly pulled up and stopped right there to watch me. What did they think they were going to see? I stood back up, tied the sweater around my waist, grabbed the leash, and kept walking so that they could feel comfortable enough to go on their merry way 
hopefully minding their own merry judgmental business. Is being judgmental essential or non-essential, do you think? I continued my walk home and I pondered this interaction and this blog was prompted. I wondered why on a 4.5 mile walk, I would not be provided the luxury of sitting down for a short moment before proceeding home. I wondered if I should use even the tiniest bit of brain power to worry about it. Even if I, the middle-aged woman, had been littering, sitting on a bench, allowing my dog to poop on the grass, and tying my sweater at the same time while smoking pot in the park, why the quick judgment? Are we really that high-strung these days that we can't allow another human a couple of seconds to catch her breath and readjust her sweater? Talk to me. As I proceeded home, I was also prompted to start praying for a fresh touch from God's Spirit. I needed to breathe Him in and feel the fullness of His freedom. In the very midst of this rigid environment, I can feel his forgiveness, his freedom, and his breath. Additionally, by the time we hit the 10th of September, two months after writing the original art article, the results of wildfire had hit our area with unusual intensity. The sky was a milky color that blocks the sun until it appears to be a faint orange ball in the distant sky, giving one the feeling of a haunting sci-fi movie. The visibility was one thing, but what strikes me again is the assault on our breathing. The news is saying that the air quality is so poor that we should not leave our homes all weekend. In fact, we were to stay inside with the windows and doors closed all weekend. Is it possible the Prince of the Air from Ephesians 2-2 was once again stirring up his mischief? Ladies and gentlemen, I am not given to conspiracy. I don't look at most things on YouTube. And any of my friends that happen to send me a little video uh, through Messenger or on Facebook, and they say, quickly, quickly, watch this before Facebook takes it down or censorship takes it down. I don't watch it at all. So I'm not repeating anything that I have read previously or seen on YouTube. These are just thoughts that I had as I was walking along. But in this season, there has been so much assault on the air and on our breathing and in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, it does refer to the devil himself as the prince of the power of the air. If he's real, and if we're living in the last days, even if we're not living in the last days, but he's feeling threatened, he would very well be stirring things up to get attention and to inflate himself. So I've just been taking that into consideration and thinking, I want to breathe in the Spirit of God, and I want to resist the prince of the power of the air that would want to mess with our air quality 
and fill the atmosphere with that ungodly judgment that would cause a car to pull up and roll down their window and stare at a middle-aged woman who's just trying to catch her breath and readjust, readjust her sweater. Okay, everybody, have a great day. Wear a beautiful cardigan, walk your dog, make sure he poops in the appropriate area. And if someone pulls up to stare at you, smile and wave. Have a great day.